that quick. Oh, that was fast. Everything works. <laughs> For now, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said that. I I apologize. <laughs> Something is immediately just stopped working. Um. Hello, Megan. Hello. Hi. Okay. So, welcome to just about anything. It's been. I think I haven't made one of these in like a month. Took a month off, I think, something like that. Yeah. You're the first guest in the new little studio, whatever. Woo. Uh, woo. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, welcome to Just About Anything, or try to get interesting people on and talk to them about just about anything. So, just about anything. So um, I don't, it's, it's super weird about like introducing people because sometimes I feel like people would just be better off telling people about themselves. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go ahead and do that, because I don't want to butcher it, because I will. You're good. Um, so um, I don't know how to talk about myself, because um, I'm, I'm the best part. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I've been told by many a friend that I am very socially awkward, but so that's that's a that's a fun. I feel character. like that's like ninety percent character trait about me. Um, but my name is Megan Danaher, aka Pepto Abysmal. Um, for Full Sail Armada, that's my esports org that I'm currently working in. Mm. Um, I'm about to graduate from creative writing bachelor's um, in a week, literally a week. And then I'm staying for my master's in sports management to actually do what I want to do. Nice. Um, but yeah, um, I like to game. <laughs> I, I play I play FPSs. I play um, MOBAs from time to time. Just a little bit about a little bit of everything. I used to play Overwatch, but now I'm the team captain of my school's Rainbow Six Siege team. So. Very nice. Very cool. Very cool. So, like, I guess the the stereotypical question. We'll get into like actual genuine stuff in a second. <laughs> yeah, you're good. But like, how how did that thing start for you? Like the whole esports kind of scene. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, such a, it's such a that's such a good question yeah. because like it 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 came it came it happened very inconspicuously. Mm. It was literally like. I was on campus and I was like, oh, they have an esports club. They have a sports games club. And I, I was play like, that's games. awesome. Yeah. It was like, they, they do like free pizza like once a month. I was like, that sounds, that sounds exactly Amazing. what I was like. Exactly. Like, you get to hang out with a bunch of people that are in a bunch of different programs doing like whatever that they want to do. Um, and I was like, hey, that sounds really cool. And then they were doing Overwatch tryouts. And I was like, you know what? Heck it. I'll just, I'll try out. I'm not good. Like, I'm, I would think at the time I was like gold or like maximum plat in That's Overwatch. Me. Yeah. Like, I was, I was not very good at the game, uh, but I, I played it a lot. Like, I had it like probably like two weeks after launch is when I got Overwatch. Um, but I saw that they were doing tryouts for it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out. I probably won't get it, but I'm just going to go do it just because, you know what? I'm going to try something different. Um, go to the tryout, like, probably within like, within the week, they were like, Hey, you want to be on the, the junior varsity team? I was like, sure. And then they're like, do you want to be the team captain of the junior varsity team? I was like, sure. Yes. <laughs> yes, sure. question mark. Yeah, and then the rest was history. Like, yeah. I was on Overwatch team for almost two years. Like, since, like, until, like, the point where I decided to move on to Rainbow Six Siege instead, because just the game was getting a little yeah. tiring, and I was just like, I want to try something different. I knew I, I liked playing Rainbow Six a lot. Um just like casually. I literally had never touched ranked in my entire life. Yeah. It's it's a stressful game, yeah. but like I was like, you know what? I'm going to convince my general managers to like let me have this cuz mm. I I proved my like my proving grounds yeah. was doing Overwatch, was Overwatch and yeah. making sure that they didn't collapse under the pressure. Mm. And I was like, "Hey, I have a good track record. Yeah. Can I have this too?" And they were like, "Sure. We we trust you." And I was like, like Yes. <laughs> so I got I got my Rainbow Six Siege team and this is the first Siege team that we've had. So that's mm pretty pog that's awesome i i that game has always been like totally just out of 
out out of my realm of being good at. No, <laughs> like I, every time I've tried to play Rainbow Six, it's just been it's been rough. Yeah, there's and then like I'll it's the game that I think I get the most tilted at. Oh yeah, because all it takes is for like somebody to shoot me through like the tiniest hole in a wall, and I'm just like, all right, well, I want to play anything other than this right now. But yeah, I did. I, did you find yourself like? How was that learning curve? I guess you played it casually before. Yeah. So like. Um. So right now we're still like we're we're all in the infant stages of like trying to figure out how to play the game more competitively and mm-hmm. like the the lobby settings for our actual match days mm-hmm. very very different. Like you have we have twelve total rounds. So best like whichever whichever team gets to seven or eight first. So like it, depending on like how the win loss ratio yeah. is going. Um, and you'll be in that match. For at least an hour. Yep. So if you're losing the first one, you're gonna have to go to the second one. If you win the second one, you're gonna have to go to a third one. We started at 8:30 last night, and with several technical difficulties and like we had, we had a, like one disconnect, some nice. re- lobby rehosts. But like after everything was said and done, we finished at 12:53. It was I was like <sighs> I was like oh my god, I never want to go to map three ever again. See, I I like games like that though. I yeah. like long games. Like there there are certain mobas. I don't know if you have you ever heard of a game called Paragon. I yes I have but okay. I've never seen like gameplay or anything for Such it. So. A, it well it's gone now. Like yeah. it, it it no longer exists because uh Epic Games it literally launched around oh, the same yeah, time as game. Fortnite. Yeah, 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 I got you. And they were like, "Well, Fortnite's making us a bajillion dollars and bajillion this is making money. us nothing." So, yeah. we'll do that. Um but that game was kind of like that where and I was so good at that. that is the only like I'm, I'm apparently only good at like third person mobiles like I'm I'll be pretty decent at Smite and I was pretty decent at that game. Um, mm-hmm. Not really good with the isometric stuff. Um, but I, I love long matches that like can go back and forth. Yeah, because definitely with Rainbow Six, it's very, the rounds themselves are like less like two minutes, I think. But mm-hmm. it's just the fact that you have rotate sites, yeah. like different bomb sites, and you're rotating like objectives versus attack versus defense. And then so your round will end up being an hour long, even though it's not going to be like the same round each one. So it's like it's a fast paced game in terms of like the round timers right. and stuff. But it's it's long form in terms of like how many it, rounds you have to do. It's like it, it's like multiple longer more tactical rounds of csgo yes like it's a lot of like just hey i'm gonna hang out right here because this is where i'm expecting them to show up yeah <laughs> oh they didn't show up over here okay i'll move it. like it's, yeah. it's a lot of that and, and uh, you, you know you you know like smite and high res and all yeah. that come so they made a game called rogue company Mm-hmm. Um, that is I've heard a lot about that. I've been grinding the shit out of that game. That has been like, because I'm like, if I'm going to, I want to be good at this game. Like, I want to yeah. grind it out. Uh, Dr. Disrespect just apparently shouted this game out. So it might have some like traction. Like, maybe, maybe people will actually play it. And it seems that like people are watching it on Twitch. There's like 20, last I looked, it was like 26,000 viewers last night, yeah. which is not bad. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to play this game. Uh, and that game kind of has the same feel. It's, it's way more forgiving for sure like the hitboxes are fine it's just more of like the way the gunplay works in that game is just like you you shot them in the head that's like yeah 10 more damage it's not like yeah. it, it's not like you hit them in the head once they're dead so i don't i don't know i do you so for me i guess i have this bad habit of hopping from game to game to game to game to game uh i i would imagine you can't do that 
I just like I, I naturally don't do that. Like really? I've okay. like I, I I know a bunch of like my guy friends. I'll be like, hey, you want what, what games do you have on Steam? I'm like, uh, this list of seven. Yeah. And they're like, I have five hundred seventy three thousand. Uh, step up your but gamer you suck games. at all of them. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like I don't I don't have very many story games or anything like that. Like I'm I mainly like play like online games. Like mm. I like to play with people. Like, I know there's, like, co-op games, like, co-op story games, but even then, I just prefer to talk, like, not talk, but play through, like, online games. Because it's, like, even though the game themselves, like, it's, it's like, a strict, like, okay, the objective is to do this, you do that, you win the round, you lose the round. Right. But, like, every round is different because you're playing with different people who, when you have, like, a huge cast of characters, like, if, even if it's, like, Overwatch, Rainbow Six, like, there's so many different ways the game can pan out in the end, which, in turn means like just varied gameplay yeah. even if the game the maps are the same the operators are the same it's just the people are the element that brings the variety whenever you're playing like mm-hmm. online fps games like especially like overwatch it's like the team like yes the team comp is like two tanks two dps two supports but you could that, be playing with yeah, you, could, you could be playing <laughs> with like a hammond main and then yeah. you have, we have a ryan player but then the next round is gonna be an Arisa and a diva and it's like it's it gonna completely, completely yeah. it's gonna completely like change up how your experience of the game actually is yeah i man i have such a love-hate relationship with overwatch like <laughs> i i think it, it's like it's such a it's a such a finely tuned game mm-hmm. that after you play three matches gets boring for me. Like it, it I can see that. It I I guess the only reason that probably is the case is because I played it way in the beginning. Like like as soon as the game came out, like I was playing. I don't think I played did I play the beta? I might have played the beta. God, it was so long ago. <laughs> um but like it Ever since the change to like that whole two 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 thing, mm-hmm. that that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for me, and I was just like, ah, come on! But the creativity of the team comp's gone. I understand yeah. that that meant that it made balancing way harder for them. So I, I get kind of why they did it. Well, they do. They do now have open queue. Like, so if you want to play competitive, in like comp, yeah, they they have competitive open queue. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was introduced. Um, God. What was it like? Probably it wasn't recent. It was mm. pretty old. I think it came out like early this year or okay. end of last year, where they now have open beta, like not open beta, <laughs> uh, open queue, which that means it's gonna. There's no role loss. Yeah. So you can have so it's still one of each character. It's not like original, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you can have like seven Six. Winston <laughs> and one Mercy. But yeah, it's it's so you can have like you know have like the three DPS, one yeah, support, or however you want to however you want to mix it up. They they do have that now. I wonder if they'll keep that for the two. I, I haven't paid much attention to two yeah. besides that really cool trailer that made good job Blizzard like you always have been good with trailers um, so good it was so good I've, <laughs> I've watched that thing so many times it's I, they have such a good way of like getting music right yeah I don't like I, I don't know who's the head of that department because I they, they literally have like an entire cinematic they, yeah they like they make they they take months with their creation of these things like it's it's absolutely insane what they can come up with and what they can do, but mm. it's like, have you seen the new World of Warcraft shorts for the new expansion? It's the afterlife not. cinematics. So I should watch them because I know it will still be good even if I don't have any context. But I haven't played Overwatch or not Overwatch. I haven't played WoW since Cataclysm. Yeah, that's when, I, that's when I got into the game. It's it was like a, at the end of Wrath yeah. into Cataclysm. That's yeah. when I got into it. I I I I guess I saw the the reveal trailer for the. They do that BlizzCon this last year for Shadowlands. Yes. Yeah. 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 I saw that. That was cool. I like that. Um, 
I guess I should. <laughs> I guess I should uh, preface for the people that are listening audio or on YouTube after the fact. This is live, so there's chat, and sometimes we'll talk to chat. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Um, not that last thing. That that I I love my chat because it's great, um, and they say stuff like that. But as funny as it is, um, but yeah, if if uh, if you want to ask a question or anything like that, if you just uh, put Joe in it or whatever as long as it's highlighted i'll see it if it's not highlighted i'll check every now and then grab stuff from there um i think somebody was asking earlier about um what game we're talking about i it was so far <laughs> so far it's been rainbow six overwatch rogue company mm-hmm. and wow i think yeah. that's it yeah. um but yeah so but you're saying you don't play like any rpgs or anything like that so like outside yeah, of WoW, I yeah, guess, yeah, it's that's pretty much the only one. Like everyone's like, you play RuneScape. I'm like, no, no, I do not play RuneScape. I, I, I only have justice cry. I only have so <laughs> I only have so many hours to waste. Yep. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like I I gotta get on the the grind to make sure that I'm good at yeah. my FPS games. Um, and then, and then I have like and then I have homework, work, esports, esports overhead org, and then mm. I have my free time, which is. As much of my pie, of my which, time pie. I guess you're streaming a lot during yeah, that time. Yeah, so, like so. I've been I've been getting into the, the streaming game a bit more because I already had a channel and I was like doing streaming and stuff. Um, but it's Matt, that's cool. I was already doing the streaming before, but I decided like when I went back to, back home to Georgia because mm. I went back to home for, to Georgia for a week because I was turning 21. I was yep. like I hadn't gone home since quarantine or anything. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw this. I want to go home. Yeah. I just want to be a kid for like one week and not have any responsibilities. Have people pay for my food. I'm gonna go home, go into the the arms of arms of mommy and daddy just for a little bit. And I brought my computer with me because I know like my my general managers like they want me to like kind of like keep up with stuff. And yeah. I, I needed to practice my team and stuff because we were still fresh. So I was like, I'm bringing all my stuff home. Right. Um. Get home. I I wanted to test my stream. Like I stream, I get seven viewers. I'm like. Ooh. What the hell? <laughs> I was like, like, um, like, this is how Twitch works. Wait, so I got I got a lot of viewers. I was like, okay, guys, you, you guys seem to show up. You, you want to do this again? Come like, back the next yeah. day. It's like ten. I'm like, I was like, holy, God, it's happening! It's happening! Like that that that, that meme from yeah. the office. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> and like, and then I I basically speed ran affiliate in one week. Nice. I was yeah. like, it's like, what the hell? We did it was, voice. I was like, I was like. Wow, that actually just happened. I come home and I'm like, "Wow, I, I did it! I did it, guys!" Because <laughs> like I keep on, t- I kept telling myself, "Like, yeah, I'll start streaming someday." And then I just decided, I was like, "You know what? People are here. People are coming out. They seem to be enjoying what I'm doing. Mm. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, and I'll just try and do it every day. Like, even if it's not like, and I do kind of find myself in the realm of like variety streaming. Where yeah. Like I'll. This last Monday, I did a music stream where I played guitar and ukulele and like did a miniature online concert That's for like dope. an hour. And we didn't get too many people coming out for it, but the people who were there, they really, really liked it. And I was like, "Yeah, I, let's do this. We'll yeah. just we'll just have Monday musical Mondays music. with Megan, Eminem and M, Eminem and M, Eminem But I I did that for the for that one day, and then I was like the next day I did like World of Warcraft. 
and I was like, I just want to chill today. And then I'll stream, I'll stream our scrims, which are practices yeah. with R six, and then I'll like do like Among Us or something afterwards. And like I like to play like games that everyone else can like hop in on. Yeah, like I'll, I'll Jackbox like, stuff. Yeah, 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 Jackbox. I'll definitely be like, hey guys, you guys want to play Jackbox? You guys want to play like Among Us? Like mm. I'm, I'm down to play with you guys, and I'll just let everyone know in chat beforehand. Like so, I was like rewinding down in the competitive game of yeah. choice of that day. I'm like. Hey guys, if you guys want to come play, um, here's my Discord link. You guys can hop in and we can get playing. And, yeah. and that seems to be really fun. And I have a lot of fun too because I get to like verbally get to talk with the people who have been, who I've been like hanging out with in chat and stuff. That's like good. And, as I've been watching play and whatever. So it's that fun. is always fun. I I have I used to do a lot of those. I used to do a lot of different things with my stream. I think it, it, this is a weird. I guess. Thing to bring up, but I I don't think that streaming is for everyone, and I think that there are certain parts of it that are not for me, mm-hmm. uh, and I find myself avoiding that often. So like this kind of stuff, I love it. I love doing like the big production stuff. Like if I can get like a bunch of people together and like get a bunch of cameras and all that stuff, love that. Yeah. What I don't love is like sitting by myself in front of a computer and streaming just the same thing over and over because it's i i it's such a different experience like it it also especially like when there's there's no one to really bounce off of in in just chat Mm -hmm. it's so it's such a weird yeah yeah so like i I totally get that it's just like i i and i know i know i should just suck it up and just grind through that and and just do that until i don't have to anymore but like there's something about that is so just like brain numbing yeah by the time i'm done like when when i hit offline i go i never want to do this again (laughs) exactly and uh but then like two two days later i'll do a podcast and then like i'll be like oh cool this is awesome and then i'll hop on and do like a game stream um so captain (laughs) overdose the average stream usually says that as long as they have freedom to play what they want then gaming is fun. It's the people who are tied to a game and lose viewers when trying to have fun that don't enjoy it. Um, I think there's. I, what do you? What do you? Like so, I, I get with that. I get that. Like, um, because whenever I see like the popular streamers, I just I literally see them being chained to a game. I literally mm-hmm. watch XQC play like forty five rounds of Among Us, and I was like. I would literally yeah. lose my <laughs> fucking shit. I would lose it if I had to play Among Us. Like, I remember I was, like, watching because, like, he, he's funny to watch from oh, time yeah. to time. Yeah. And, like, I, I like, tuned, I, like, because I, we had our match yesterday, and I just kind of, like, left my laptop, like, on my bed, and then my computer's, like, right here. My, my stuff was, like, on the bed beside mm. me. So I was, like, every time there was, like, a down moment as we're, like, swapping maps or we had to, like, wait or something, like, I would just, like, kind of, like, peek over. Mm. And I had started watching it, like, two, <laughs> and it was, like, ten and he was still, still doing going. I was like, I Dude. can't. I yeah. literally, I could not. That's why, like, I'm basically right now, like, as I'm building my, I guess it's, like, kind of how you cultivate your audience, though. Mm. It's, like, when you're starting out, you kind of have to decide, like, what you want to be. If Yeah. Like, if you're, like, in, like, let's say you're, like, an Overwatch pro who wants to go pro in Overwatch League, yeah. which is, like, the big the big kahuna for, yeah. like, Overwatch players. Hey, do you know, you know AJ? AJ. Ajax? No. No? My okay. brain's really small. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had him on. He he played in Overwatch League for I forget the team. Oh He's gonna yeah, kill no, me. no, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, it's the Lucio player, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. You have he, to. Ex- I'm more of like a you, you know, like, face, yeah. and like like things that people have done. Yeah. I'm horrible with names. Yeah, okay. He yeah. 
he was he talked he talked to me a lot about like that scene, and I I, I want to compare it with the collegiate scene. Yeah, here. but I I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. But like, I feel like as you're cultivating your brand, mm. I feel like if you lead people with the expectation of like, hey. I like to play a lot of different games and you're sticking around not for my gameplay, but more for like just kind of hanging out with me yeah. as like as the person you're watching. I feel like that's more of a like because I think you can also decide like, hey, I'm an Overwatch League person who wants yeah. to go pro in the Overwatch League and like this is my game. I love this game. Like I'll occasionally play some other things, like I'll play like a hype game like Among Us or whatever. Yeah. Like from time to time. But like at the end of the day, you you can expect me to be coming to Overwatch and playing Overwatch. Like there's there's those type of people and then there's people who are kind of like, hey, um, I'm gonna kind of do whatever I want. Like I'm gonna be playing Minecraft. I'll play Among Us. I'll play Rainbow Six. I'll yeah. play World of Warcraft. I'll play guitar for you. Like, <laughs> and that's what you're staying for. So I think yeah. it's kind of like as you're building your brand, you're kind of like making that for yourself. Like you might go into a phase where you're playing a lot of Among Us, and then people might be like, "Okay, so this is Among Us streamer." But like you're just you're just having a phase. Yeah. <laughs> so like I think that that's. Like, I, I get what that person's saying, but I feel like it's kind of like how you build your brand is kind of like how you can be perceived by the people that view you and how you can be looked at in the space. Yeah. I guess. I, I would agree. I just think, so, and this kind of ties into Red Wolf's question, you know, it's like, what is my overall goal then? Can I say that? Overall goal? Yeah. I don't know. Words. <laughs> um, so, the thing that makes it, it more difficult for me to ha- have fun is... The things that I would like to do, I can't do with a small channel. Like it ha- I have to have a bigger channel to do those things. Yeah. So like, I I wanted to do mainly a lot of my work is most likely going to end up on YouTube. To be honest, yeah. like because I went to school for production editing, like all that stuff. Yeah. So like it, that that's where my expertise is. The live stuff I enjoy because I like interacting with people and I, I, I like having the, the conversations and I guess I'm, I'm better off with one-on-ones than I am with a massive amount of people, but like with Twitch chat kind of is an entity of itself. So it's kind of yeah. the same thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess for me, I guess what I would, what I want to do, obviously I like doing the podcast. I'm like not going to stop doing that. Um, but I'd, I'd like to, I like to be able to do a just chatting stream with a bunch of different things that people still want to tune in to see. And yeah. I know that's very vague, but like, and by a bunch of different things, like maybe do like <laughs> some react Andy shit where like I'm playing a video or something and people are like, and I'm commenting on it or what I really want to do, which I hoping to do sometime soon is to get multiple people on and then do that where you, instead of it's just me, my opinions or my thoughts on whatever I'm watching, it's a, kind of a panel mm-hmm. which I, I think that would be interesting um i kind of touched dabbed into like politics for a little bit that was a bad time that was uh that was not a good that was not yeah, a good I, time it was very yeah, I, uh I get that. like just bad headspace time um but i i don't i didn't hate it i didn't i, I i'm sure at some point i'll i'll do that again like it, it, i i just want the freedom to do whatever the hell i want to do and hopefully people like my personality, whatever yeah. that is, and they come and watch it, whether it's exactly. Rogue Company or, I don't know, talking about riots. <laughs> I have no idea. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I, I guess is that. I guess as far as I was talking about before, so do, do you pay a lot of attention to, like, Overwatch League or, like, the that level of esports and whatever 
game that you're playing or is it more you're f- super focused on like the collegiate like level so i i heard this from i don't i don't know if this is a widely spoke about opinion but i was not told not to say this out loud okay. um <laughs> but <All right. laughs> i think it's andrew andrew yi i think is the general manager for um florida mayhem which mm-hmm. that's florida's overwatch league team right um based out of miami um and when we because we, we were talking to him because uh there's a esports tower runs a like scholarship program where you pay a hundred dollars you get professional coaching and whoever wins that out they get scholarship money so it's like a bunch of small teams of like high school students that pay a hundred dollars to come get professional training and then they like they play it out and then the number one team to win they get like i think like a couple thousand dollars in like prize money each mm-hmm. of them um but we had like a meeting where it was like all of the volunteer coaches and stuff got to talk with him and like have like a Q&A with him. And someone asked, he was like, what do you guys think about like collegiate talent and stuff like that? And they're like, right now we don't look at it at all because it's n- there's nothing good coming out of it. And it was like, yikes. yikes. <laughs> Whoa. That like that kind of like, like threw me for a curve because there, there's like a, there's a, a college up north, um, Maryville. Um, they are killing it in the Overwatch scene. Mm. Like they, they, they play TESPA, which is the Overwatch Collegiate League, but they play an OD, which is Open Division, which is the path to pro, yeah. which is like That's basically wild. they are literally like a small miniature. <laughs> like they are a collegiate team, but they are also a like could go pro if they wanted to as like an entire package sort of thing like they're not great by any stretch like when you put if like an overwatch league team were to fight maryville the overwatch league team would probably still win but they have the chops and they are able to get better to the point at which they could make it into like overwatch league um and i think that really just comes back down to the fact where like schools that offer scholarships and like incentives to get more players to come in are like the schools that are going to win out and a lot of schools are starting to realize that. They're mm. kind of being like, oh, shit, this is kind of a thing. This is kind <laughs> of a thing. we invest into it. Because it's like there's a, lot of, there's a lot of 18, 20-year-olds that are just skipping the whole college thing in general because it's like, oh, well, I can go make some easy money by being pro because I'm already really good at this game and yeah. all I need is just sponsorship deals. But they're not really realizing that, like, if you don't have, like, a good foothold in your community, once you kind of hit the point of like your past due slash past being ripe mm. in the in the eyes of like the scene then what are you going to do when they kick you out yep. sort of thing or you lose your job off like you lose your spot on a roster or on a team or no one wants to pick you up after that it's like what are you going to do after that so i think colleges are kind of realizing there's kind of like incentive for like hey maybe we should invest in our collegiate program to number one incentivize those people to like hey you can come here, you can get school, you can get paid for it. Well, not paid for it, but, like, you can get your full ride, as well as, like, making sure you have some type of security after you graduate, which I think that that's, I think, a lot, and also, like, there's a lot of money being thrown around just on the mm. pro scene of it, and, like, a lot of colleges are for-profit. I'm not, this isn't, like, this is a wide brushstroke, because yeah. I've heard this from several different universities. Like, it's this isn't just, like, a full-sale lens. This is, like, an everywhere lens, where it's, like, they're all realizing, like, oh, shit, this is an emerging industry, there's a lot of money being thrown around on the pro side of things. If we can, like, snag some kids as yeah. they're, like, looking to, like, just skip school altogether, like, like even if they're not going to get a full ride, we might still be able to make some money off of them, like, in terms of, like, tuition. So, like, yeah. they'll get maybe, like, a 
a 75% scholarship, but they'll still be paying us something to come here sort of thing. So I think, I think the success of the pro scene itself is kind of trickling down. So it's not starting with collegiate. It's starting with pro scene Mm. and it's trickling down to collegiate where like the pro scene is incentivizing colleges to get into the game because they're able to like cast a fishing net to like catch them before they go pro. Gotcha. And then once they leave the school, they're then going to have the tools to like be able to have a future for themselves outside of the pro scene. So then they can go into the pro scene, play their career there, and then have a job after the fact. I guess that's my that's at least my opinion uh, of it. This like, that's, going nuts. Okay, it's it's, <laughs> par- it's partially some there's some fact in there from like the the, the general manager's comments on collegiate. But I, I think it's it's still like an emerging thing, like college level. But like it's because of pro scene that college level is becoming such an important facet in the cog wheel of esports. I guess this is I guess a devil's advocate kind of thing. Yeah, you go. Um, is there any validity to the thought process of like if if you were to go a collegiate route? Mm-hmm. Cause you're what you you'd be like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. You'd be that's that's the point where you'd probably be making that that call. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I was gonna make an argument, and then as I was thinking about it, I convinced myself out of it. The argument I was gonna make was whether or not it it it, it made more sense to just focus on getting better at the thing that you're trying to do, like instead of like. It's like an anti-college thing, I guess, but it's bad. <laughs> but like, but instead of having such a wide frame of um, um, focus, you hyper focus on the game or the thing that you're trying to go professional, like pro at. And then by there, the problem with that obviously would be like, who's going to know you, even if you are that good? Um, I mean, there are things like streaming, YouTube, like there are ways for people like to get your name out there outside of. A college team, I guess that's just an option. Like yeah. it's 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 one of many options. You could do it all on your own. It's going to be way harder, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but I, do 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 they set? Do they set you guys up with like a path to that if you are that good, or is it more of like? your stream, like your things outside of that. We're talking about collegiate or like just straight to pro scenes? Collegiate collegiate into pro. Like if someone was trying to make the transition from a collegiate team into a professional team. Um, so at that point, it would be um, kind of like the people you know. Um, okay. So like as you're in like in your collegiate team, because you are going to be meeting a bunch of other teams from a bunch of other places around the world. Well, not around the world, but at least for the U.S. Because I know for TESPA... And um, Collegiate R6, which that's the league that we're currently playing in, um, it's mostly schools in the United States. Um, and what you would have to do at that point is, like, you just have to be networking and reaching out to people. Because um, I remember seeing on Twitter that they were doing, like, FaZe Clan. The FaZe Clan yeah. was was holding tryouts for Valorant. Like, there are... I remember that, yeah, There yeah, are yeah. tryouts. Like, you just kind of have to keep your ear to the ground and look out for those things. Like, that's that's... And that's going to be a hard thing to, like, stand out in. Like, you'd have to be literally hitting every shot that God could possibly hand to you um, <laughs> and stuff like that. But, like, as well as in TESPA, like I said, there's Maryville, which is one of those schools that is so damn good that they probably could go, like, make their own. Like, they're in OD, which mm. is basically, like, the path to pro scene. Like, if you network with those people, if you reach out to the higher tier teams, like, even if you are on some, like, school, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, uh, what... 
Bowling Green. Like somewhere in Bowling Green, Ohio. <laughs> like just like if you were just out in the middle of nowhere and you're you're playing on a good team, like let's say you guys were like pretty average, like maybe like out of ten, you're like in seven, yeah. maybe a six, eight mm. at the best. But like that's not gonna make you stand out so much as like possibly streaming, yes. Like streaming is always a good thing to like do because at least then you have VODs and stuff yep. that you can like show possible employers yeah. slash teams like, hey, this is what I can do. <laughs> um but also like with that voice. Yeah, with, with that voice specifically. But also like reaching out to other teams like within your league, like reaching out to like a great thing that I've found as well is like reaching out to people who are within the business but not necessarily players. Um so like reaching out to coaches, general yeah. managers, um like people on production crew, like just finding your your way in um is always super, super cool. Um like there's I actually have like ne- like not really network, but I've like I've seen him online and like we've played a couple games together or whatever. Um, but it's he's just really cool. Um, it's Dub Burger for he is the content creator. He's the lead content creator for um, Overwatch League, mm. Atlanta Rain, um, the Atlanta Rain team. And he he's out about he's out of Atlanta. And I've like I've caught him online a couple times and I've talked to him a bit about like some stuff that he's doing. I like watch his stream every now and again. Cool. And he's like a really cool guy. But it's like. Like I, if I ever wanted to like get a job in like the esports industry, like that would be like a good connection. Be like, hey, I've talked to this guy. I've learned some stuff from him, like sort of thing. Whether he could vouch for me, that's yeah. up to him. But like, um, yeah, like just reaching out to people who are within the industry, like not necessarily even like players, but like yeah. like coaches. Uh, especially if you want to be a, a player in esports. Coaches, general yeah. managers, stuff like I, that. What is your goal? Like, are you looking to do like management? Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I assume that. Yeah. 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 Sports management is my new master, so okay. if I didn't give it away, but, um, <laughs> I want to be. It's either talent management or project management. Project management being like the setting up of the actual event, like finding the venue, getting the people together, making sure that like we have like safety protocols, like all that fancy, fancy paperwork, yeah. legal stuff, um, or like talent management being on like just like boots on the ground with the actual players themselves like working like in like overwatch league team like for the atlanta rain like i'd be i'd be around like the 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 team house all the time making sure that everyone's still good making Mm. sure that like like if someone needs to go home if there's like an emergency like a family emergency or they can get where they need to be yeah that's pretty cool i've i've seen um i don't remember her name she is that for i think it's tsm i forget her name though god butchering it or whatever um but i was watching a uh she was a guest on a podcast and she mm-hmm. was talking about just that side of esports that i guess people don't really think about that much um i'm gonna i'm gonna get to all those follows in a little bit thank you so much <laughs> but uh uh yeah like it, it, it i guess people don't think about all the other different jobs out there and especially if you're like super hyper focused on like i'm really good at this game i'm gonna i'm gonna play this game for a living it's like but you also went to school for like production or editing. Like there are esports things for that. Like, like uh, my my I guess production and editing background I know has opportunities for me outside of like my nine to five. I guess I should say. But uh, the reason why I'm not and I, and I take little small gigs here and there, and I, I like doing that. Mm-hmm. I like the freedom that that gives me. Um, I'm a little apprehensive about hopping back into that as a full-time thing for a company yeah. uh, i like i like the freedom of being able to be freelance in a contract work i, I love that um 
that being said, if a good thing popped up, it, Lena, yeah, yeah, that's her name. Yeah, thank you. Um, she, it, it was on a, I think it was the offline TV podcast that she was on, and I was watching that. But yeah, yeah, like she, like, that seems like such a cool career path because <clears throat> even outside of esports, you can do so much with that, even if you don't land something there. And I, even as I say that, I kind of hate saying stuff like that because, like, I, when people have a goal, I always tell them, like, just fucking do that yeah. like don't 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 think about what happens if that doesn't happen just fucking do that thing um but it is it's like a it's a good skill set to have i guess it's saying yeah. but um yeah it's it's kind of cool um i'm a captain overdose says i like the esports program for league of legends where right okay uh where riot games forces each organization to have academy team that they have to pay for to establish a future oh yeah that's that's pretty cool yeah uh overwatch league used to have that and mm. most of the academy teams got disbanded <laughs> big yikes <laughs> it's a very big yikes like but there was like the boston academy atlanta academy mm. like there was a bunch of academies which were playing in od but they kind of opted out of that for more of a like just because i think what the the issue because I think Blizzard kind of got stuck between a rock and a hard place with mm. that, where they had, okay, do we let them keep having academy teams, or do we let OD be a thing? Like, open division, where anyone can, like, attempt the path to pro to, like, make it. Because, like, if you made it on the academy, like, the, on the Atlanta Rain roster last season, they had, we had a couple, like, we had, like, a, someone from Ukraine, we had a couple people from, like, Korea, I think, um, and, like, just... We had a mixed bag of people from around the world. Um, But it kind of got to the point where it was like, the next season, three people from the Academy team got picked up by Overwatch League teams. And it kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, so what's the point of doing OD if I'm not going to make an Academy team where it's basically a stake on a platter, like handing me a position on a team. Mm. Whereas OD was meant to be, because like, the academy teams were playing in OD, like they weren't playing in a separate league of their own. Why not have both? That's that, but <laughs> yes, yes, I, I understand like, that. Just, I, just like, I'm playing, I'm playing double advocate for Blizzard because yeah. what they're think they're thinking, and it's not like Blizzard themselves are not actually running that. Um, I found this out from one of the graduates at um, Aaron Everhart, who is now in the Hall of Fame. She's awesome, love Thanks. her to death. Um, she is a lead project management for. Hearthstone esports, as well as World of Warcraft esports, um, StarCraft, stuff like that. Mm. I found out from her that how Blizzard runs its esports programs is that there's two umbrellas. There's Overwatch and then everything else. So, and then the branch of Overwatch is not so much run by Blizzard, but more by the third-party companies that own the teams and stuff. So it's kind of, they're, like, Blizzard is involved, but they're not as involved as they are with their own homegrown esports of, like, World of Warcraft, um... Starcraft, Hearthstone. So they're in their own mm. separate umbrella. Okay. So, but my devil's advocate for the reason why academy teams got banned was because, like, if you didn't make if you didn't make an academy team to a to a player who was like just a one off trying to find a team, trying to play, trying to get to the path to pro, if they didn't make an academy team, I feel like they would feel kind of hopeless because, mm. like, what's the point of me trying if like the people who already make those teams are already going to get all the spots that would open up? Yeah, I guess. That's, that's at least my devil's advocate because yeah I understand that I think both of them should have run in tandem yeah like, you should be able to have both things because there were people who got like um 
the, the, the true tragedy of the Vancouver Titans. God bless the, that team. They literally lost, I think, like half of their roster midway through the season. They lost their coach, like general manager. Jeez. Like they lost like a heck ton of people. And they picked up, like, they almost picked up like an entire roster from OD. Wow. Like they, they picked up like four or like three or four or five people from an OD team. Like they're just like, we need you. Come, 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 come quickly. We're, we're mid season. We need you in here. Let's go. Um, so like, that's not to say that like, academy teams like because at that point there was no academy teams left so it was yeah. just like kind they of didn't like, really looking. have a choice yeah, yeah they kind of got to like their hands were tied they needed to get people but like um beginning of season like from the atlanta reigns academy team one went to philadelphia fusion and then at least i know for a fact two of them made the atlanta atlanta rain team mm-hmm. so it's like I, I would feel personally as a person who'd be playing an od it's like well if i'm not on the academy team then what the hell is my point of view of being here because, like, they seem to have, like, an exponential chance over me who's, like, just trying to shoot my shot. You know what I think would probably help that along, which I, it, it, I don't know if it can come back. I don't, because I don't think there's really a business there anymore. But, like, this is going to, I'm, I'm going to go on a journey here. So, <clears throat> I don't know if you played Smash Brothers at all. Like A little bit. A little bit. The, that scene and the way that people became popular or like professional Smash Brothers players, like I like that path. Mm-hmm. That is a clear cut path of like you do your local stuff and it's it's all on you. It's all on you and your ability to travel and go to events at first. Um, and I know that that kind of knocks some people out if you're like you don't have the money or means to to get around. That that's not good, and I think that's probably where collegiate things and kind of the 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 open divisions kind of help but i really like the idea of being able to play at a local level Mm -hmm. then go from a local level to maybe a region then a nationals then like you 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 kind of get to to grow like as the not necessarily as the scene grows but like you you get to grow in terms of your skill set as your competition increases. Yeah. And I don't think that that exists for team games anymore. Like there's, there's a company that I, I work with every now and then, um, powder keg games. They host like tournaments at, um, Electronicon and at the science center and stuff around here. And awesome people. I love that they still exist and they still run those kind of things. Um, but I can't think of another company. Like I, I don't know of any other companies that do that still. And I, that's huge. Like, I think that would be so. Like, I'm not good at Halo by any means, but I would sit down and play in those tournaments and like play against people that have been playing that game for years. Same thing with Smash Bros. I'm not good at that game either, but I loved going to those events and then meeting these professional players and like, be like, oh, cool, you're that guy. Like, awesome. Like, it, I, I don't know how you could bring something like that back for team based games. Like, so, like, how in our in our league um, for Collegiate R six, I think they're doing something kind of like that. Um, they're breaking they're breaking the thing up into divisions. Okay. Because um, I remember in Tespa, I don't know if Tespa did it for us, but I don't think they did. Where Tespa was kind of like, here's a mixed bag of people who are around your seating. Okay. So it was Tespa for Overwatch did more of a like collegiate level like seating of these are the people who are in your. In your nearest, like, SR slash right. ability range. Whereas in Collegiate R6, we're broken up into divisions. So we're in the Southeastern Division. So we're playing against Trick League teams that are going to be in the Eastern Time Zone slash maybe Central. And we're playing, like, we played Indiana, we played Ohio. Like, they're, they're technically still within our, like, 
south division mm. like bubble because it, it kind of just like stretches up and around like kind of like a big bubble around like that area of the united states but um so like basically what that will be is that we'll play that out and then whoever kind of like tops there is going to go into playoffs so like the top people in each of those divisions are all going to play against each other in the playoffs um and then finals whatever who wins yeah. money yay yeah <laughs> yeah i i guess uh oh god i missed a lot holy crap okay um red wolf they did that for the first two years, but that was one of their changes along with switching from Twitch to YouTube. Maybe that's not the thing that you're talking about. They did um, swap. Like, they started doing what they used to do is that they used to play all in California. And oh, gotcha. Home okay. I, so I think that that's a good avenue for doing team stuff. Like, so like I and I know there's a lot of complications when you're doing stuff over the Internet. I get that. Like that. That adds a whole nother X factor. Um, but I don't. Most games don't have like uh, uh like closed network option. Like lo- like a local Yeah, like server. a local Rainbow like Rainbow Six does. Rainbow Six does. <laughs> <laughs> I was like as you're saying, I was like, it has a it has a LAN option. It does. Yeah. It's, it's vintage. It, it it's I love that. That to me, that's those are the games that you would play at like a internet cafe or whatever, like yeah. back in the day and I I Man, I, now I feel old. But uh, <laughs> don't show your age, dude. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's very. I think it is doable. It's just not profitable. That's the problem. Yeah. It's very like I don't know how you would make money doing that. You like, want to know something crazy? Mm. That from a lot of casters that I, I watch, like a personal the personal channel of Uber Shouts, which is my favorite caster in Overwatch League. I was listening to their channel, and I was actually I also talked to Aaron about this, and. It was bonkers, this statistic. Um, so what they used to do before for the last two seasons of Overwatch League is that all the teams would live out in California. So, mm. like, Atlanta Rain would be in California. Like, they're, they're not in Atlanta. They're, <laughs> they're Atlanta Rain playing in Cali. Um, but they'd be playing on the, like, on the Overwatch campus. They had a big soundstage where, where they did all their, like, games and stuff. And... The statistic that they told me, which was crazy to me, was the fact that it was cheaper for the org, for Overwatch League in general, to stop playing out of their California, like, studio, like, the big sound studio with the seating, the LEDs, the mm. everything. It was cheaper It was cheaper for them to stop doing that, but to do homestands where they were flying players around the world <laughs> to different places <laughs> to, like, to rent out stadiums, to play in areas. I was like... How? I was like, how... How is that? Yeah. How fucking expensive was California then? I was like, what? I mean, California is absurd. Yeah, but I was like, it's cheaper to fly people around. What? I actually, I think, I think AJ mentioned that about like the like. I think at the end of his time playing before he retired, they started doing that sometimes where they were just like, all right, well, we're just going to go there and play there instead of like everyone meeting in one place. I guess that makes sense though. Like, I just thought it was just like, I know it is insane. Yeah. It probably your mental gymnastics could get you to the point where like, yeah, I can understand. But like (laughs) on the first hearing of that, I was like, holy shit. What? This is why like, I I don't, every time I think of, I'm like, where where would I like to move? I'm like, oh, California just seemed pretty cool. And then like, I I hear stories like that. that. And I'm just like, like, I'm out. <laughs> I've, I've literally heard that, that for forever. Like I used to think I was like, oh my god, I want to go work for Blizzard. And like I love Blizzard, and I but I've just heard so many horror stories. Like if I were to work at Blizzard, I won't work at like their 
their um, Houston location. I'd, I'd want to work so, at any of their different locations. That's not the California one. You, you, you should probably move there now. I don't know if you paid attention to like what's going on over there, but like mass exodus. Yeah. Everyone's in. And that's the same now. thing. That's the same thing like, with New York. Mass exodus from New York as well. Like it, I I feel bad for like. That I think that's gonna. I think that's going to like. I think people are gonna start like, especially people like in government and stuff in like states like New York and California are gonna be like. Maybe we should lower our taxes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a just bit. a little bit. Maybe our taxes just lower them a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, maybe expand our political horizons. Um, just maybe take into account an opinion that's not our own. Yeah, it, it might help just it, a little bit. It's it's wild. I, I because like I just hear Cal- California anything. I'm like my eyes just roll into the back of my mm-hmm. head, and it's like every every class that I've had, they've been like. Yeah, you want to go? You're going to have to, uh, like in my TV writing class, I was like, if you want to be a TV writer, you're going to have to move out to California. You're going to have to work, like, at, like, you're going to have to have, like, three day jobs. You're going to have to, like, work on your skill on the side. I'm like, uh, hell no. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm not ever doing that. That just sounds like, like, yes, eventually you'll, maybe, not even, not even eventually, you might make your way into the, the TV writing room and get yeah. yourself a writing job. And But even then, I've heard so many horror stories from my professors themselves being like, yeah, it's a cutthroat business. And I'm like, so I'll get to the point where I get there, but then people could literally vote me off the island in my first yeah. week. I'm like, I don't want to do I don't know if I want to <laughs> do that. But like, there are people who like, that's their passion. And I commend them for that because like, there's some amazing TV writers out there, amazing mm-hmm. film script writers, actors, like that they they willed themselves into the positions that they are but i i don't think i could be one of them cause i, I don't just think, uh, i think the internet makes that not like it's not that's not the only thing you can do it is it a thing you can do yes yeah. but i think that there are so many other viable ways to do that without killing yourself yeah, <laughs> like going I've, to california granted i think the good thing that I, i'm happy about this whole exodus of people to houston is like now there's two places yeah and and or at least there, there will be two places i mean houston's got houston and austin like have like a lot of stuff going on there already i guess georgia big. did too atlanta yeah, had a lot of stuff going on there big. too like there's in california it's like well if you want to live in california you're gonna have to you're gonna be in two-hour traffic regardless of where you yeah. are and especially if you're living outside the city yes it might be a, a nominal amount cheaper but you're gonna have to then be on the road for like four or five six hours to get to work it's like yeah, i'm good at what point like you either fork over a lung still have like <laughs> you're gonna still have horrible tra- like traffic hours or you live like with a cheaper rent but have to drive even longer it's like you don't it's a lose-lose situation no matter how you cut it and that's especially like just just those those places where it's like the closer you are to like where like if you want it to be like hey you know what i'm gonna try and like go the, the no car route you're still no. you're still yeah gonna, no, you're, like not- you're still gonna be on buses trains it's still gonna be it's- cramped crowded tiring it's just i don't understand like even if if someone to be like a million dollars right now when you move to california but then you have to like start paying rent and stuff like that and it's like that that's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone. Yeah. Like, like even if I were to like have it be like, yeah, I'm rich. Yeah. I would like I'd lose it the moment like I'd be freaking out the moment like if they handed me the million dollars and I the moment I got to California I'd be like, okay, all right, so I got this, 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 this is how long I can live here. Uh okay, I gotta figure I'd out. I'd be something. like I'd be like, planning to move back. Yeah, I'd be, like, I'd be <laughs> like, okay, so I'm gonna be here for two months yeah. for vacation. 
this is a vacation. I'm going to be ready to head back the <sighs> moment my fucking plane is, like, saying to be hitting the, the tarmac. I, 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 I wonder, though, how... Because the fact that you have, like, a, an instructor saying, like, oh, you're going to have to do this and this and this. I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for the moment where it becomes a norm where people are like, all right, so you need a YouTube channel. If you want to do this thing, you might need to invest in Twitch. Like, check out all this stuff. You you have to be doing this stuff now. You probably should have been doing it before you got here to the campus. It's kind of wild that you weren't. Uh, but whatever. You're Now that you're here, you got to do this stuff. And I, I think that's coming. Yeah, because like a lot of a lot of my teachers that I I had because like again I'm I am the outlier when it comes mm. to the full sale experience because yeah. I, I did creative writing like everyone else is doing film video games yeah. animation like they're doing stuff that's like strictly you have to have a really big portfolio which don't get me wrong creative writing you need you a portfolio still, yeah. but like it's it's different from the rest of them because like film you need to actually have filmed projects whereas mm. creative writing it's like okay I have the script maybe I have like a film student who took my script and filmed mm. something with it. And so that can be in my portfolio as well, like the execution of it. Yeah. But like, aside from like just having strictly written material, there's not really much else that you can convey your skill with other than just like pieces of paper. Yeah. So it's like my, my experience is very different, but like I have heard like from several of my instructors and stuff where it's like, like <sighs> getting like publishing, like, so, like I've heard so many things about self publishing is like, it's good, but it can also turn off employers. So it's also like that, that Spider-Man meme of like pointing at each other. So it's like, should I publish or should I not publish? Like, should I like do this or should I do that? And it's what, just- What turns, what what about that turns employers away from you? Um, so on the website that we had to turn in our assignment, um, I think it's called Smashwords. So I, I do have one self- It's called what, sorry? Smashwords. Okay. S-M-A-S-H. There's a Super Smash Brothers place called Smashboards. And I was just like- why? Why are you publishing your work there? <laughs> yeah, but we had uh, we had to publish we had to publish an ebook on Smashwords as part of our publishing class. Mm. So I was like, cool, whatever. On that website, if you just go to the homepage, for like one of the first stories you'll, you could find is probably a story about a. I think we were looking at it. It's a self published story about like like a vampire werewolf like rape fetish story. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like yeah. on the homepage. Yeah, on the homepage, and it's like. So, like, yes, your work can be really, really good, but you're also side by side. <laughs> side with I guess, that. <laughs> you're side by side next to some 40-year-old woman who probably has three kids and a really sad life a and decides to, like, decides to, like, publish a book that she's selling for 25 cents and has 17 of them that are all less than 500 words. Um, like, so, like, yes, you're self-publishing, but, like, sometimes an employer will just see, like, oh, it's to that website and they haven't gotten any buys and it's next to those things yeah that's fair it's like yeah like they might read it like so it's it's i think it's just kind of like based on the employer like some someone might be like okay give her the benefit of the doubt she's self-publishing she's trying to get her name out there some more read the book they read the book they really like it they they give you an interview but there's other times where an employer will just see like smash words sell pub and be like no Mm. and that's why they were like really hard on like pushing like to always submit your work to journals that sounds like so scientific like submit your work to scientific journals but no like just to like creative writing journals and stuff like that um but like i've just just every every, throughout the program i i just from like how my instructor like maybe maybe i just got the wrong impression because i I, it could have just been me but like i think it also could come from a place of me not being 100 percent passionate about creative writing anymore but like 
Like they'd be telling me about because like a lot of our professors in that school are like they're ex they're ex professionals or right. still professionals yeah. in the industry, like still honing their craft and still. My brother graduated from there, yeah. so kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like a lot of the professors are professionals and they've they've they have a really good track record and stuff. But like I remember just like sitting in classes and them talking about like their writing experiences and like the way they're getting jobs mm. and like they were talking about the memories fondly, but all I was hearing was the negatives and them just being like. Yeah, I just got constantly shit on. People were always harassing me. Like, I never got any work. I live by myself in an apartment. Like, I, I have great writing creds. I used to work with the people that did, like, the Blair Witch Project. But, like... like yeah, I, just, I didn't it's have like, lunch like, during like, the entire like, time. Like, for every good thing that happened, there was, like, seven bad things. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm just hearing things wrong. But, like, that just does not seem like the life for me. Like, I, yeah. I don't... Like, like, don't get me wrong. I... I will work my ass off no matter where I go. Yeah. Like I've I've already been I've been grinding so hard that I have no free time left to waste on WoW. <laughs> but like I don't want to be doing something that I'm not 100% passionate about, you know. Yeah. Like cuz they were just talking about all this creative writing stuff and I'm like that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> I don't want to lose sleep and be starving constantly and constantly eating ramen just so I can get a chance mm. to be in the writing room. I that I the thing is I I've talked with a couple of people on here about like I guess creative writing before action and I never really thought like oh yeah like that is also like there was a guy that um he I don't think he illustrated but he wrote like some comic books mm-hmm. that I've had on here and now that I think about it, I'm like oh yeah yeah that probably wasn't a pleasant time like and, and even just getting something like that published even if something is as small as like a, a comic book, I imagine that's hell. Yeah. That being said, I still like I, I've had in my head like this is super cringy, but uh, like I have like uh, a little book that I would write bits of this story down in, mm-hmm. like that I kind of just had in my head and like set pieces, like yeah. character, like different little things like that, and the idea of that being put out somewhere that people can read it. That seems cool. The idea of what I would have to do to get a bunch of people reading it, that does not seem cool. That being said, I think there is a way that I could do it that wouldn't suck. And I think that that's the beauty of YouTube and Twitch. It's because I, as much as I, 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 I don't like the act of doing it, but I think the only reason I don't like the act of doing it is just because my channel's small. Once my channel gets bigger, I think I'll, I'll kind of fall into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I it, I've thought long about like could I do like a a writing room like a writing room session stream it like that sounds like a really fun time like there, yeah. they, I think there are ways to do it with cameras and microphones now that like would make that that process enjoyable and and I I don't know the details about like self publishing and all that stuff but I, I feel like regardless of the consequences, I would prefer to just do that. I don't want, I, I hate having to conform to someone else's like thing about any artistic work. That's part of the reason why I don't like doing like the company production stuff. Cause it's like, all right, bud, get on that camera. You sit there and you, you, you aim it. And this is exactly what we want uniform every time. And I was like, well, yeah. I want to do something cool with it. Or like, can I do something cool with it in post? And they're like, no, 
give us what we want. We pay you. That's why I'm really excited about esports right now. Because esports is still an emergent industry that no one knows what the fuck is going on. And so everyone's trying new stuff constantly. Yeah. Like they're constantly like trying new things. Like they're, they're trying to like break the, break the wheel. Like every, cause like it's, it's competing with normal sports. Yeah. You're, you're competing. It's literally on ESPN. It's yeah. It's you're competing with normal sports. So they're literally doing everything in their power to just break the wheel as many ways as they can. Like make it a square. Yeah. Make it a triangle. (laughs) Like, like it's, that's why I like it so much. It's it's like, there's so many people who are just like, they want it to be amazing and they're just getting artistic with it. They're like getting fun with it. They're getting funky with it. Funky with it. (laughs) Like it's, it's such an amazing industry. Cause I think like whenever the best time to get into an industry is, is as it's growing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Technology was like the big one in the nineties, like in the eighties, like when things were starting to really kick off, mm. like just the beginnings of things are always like the best time to get in. Cause like the wheel will be invented one day for esports. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, inevitable. it's not if it's when. Yeah. <laughs> For it, sure. is, it is inevitable. Just like um, Mike was telling me about my channel. You're yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw that. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, like the wheel will be invented, but you can be a part of like having your bit of your vision imprinted on that wheel somewhere. Yeah. It's like it's a patchwork wheel. I I think I, I've just unfortunately when it comes to games. I, I pick the worst games. I pick I pick the absolute garbage, like just the unlucky like every game that I get like super into, it dies immediately. Like it's that that's just that's Don't just kinda, don't play Rainbow Six. Yeah, I'm not gonna trust me, you're fine. I, I'm not gonna touch that game at all. Like I, I Ghost Recon, I love that game, and they were like just talking about like making like a, a like competitive scene or like this is it. And then they're like, eh, we'll change this thing that no one complained about. And we're not changing it back. And we're just like, but oh, people are leaving. Your player base is hemorrhaging. Nope, we're not changing. I'm like, cool. Guess the game's dead. Got it. Cool. Same thing after Paragon. Like, right now, I, my, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on Dr. Disrespect. I, I, I know. I've I know. Heard, I've heard a lot of really good things about Road Company. Yeah. Like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think it's, like, I don't know if it's going to be, like, esports level good, but I definitely think that it's going to have staying power. High res is pretty good about making a some sort of competitive scene for the games. Like, Paladins is still around yeah. somehow. That game still has people play paying in the tournaments and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Captain Overdose. If you're interested in sports management, you should follow or watch Trisha's interviews. She's the CEO of FlightQuest, and she was a former StarCraft pro. She talks a lot about the ins and outs of her progress from pro to streamer to manager, and now the CEO of FlightQuest, which had no brand recognition for multiple years until she joined, and now being a top team in North America. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I had not heard of her. Um, Cosmic Chaos. Okay. No, that's not a... Oh. <laughs> Wait. This is the best mod ever. <laughs> like, so He's just like ready to like whack-a-mole people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, 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 I just think that... Because I think that my taste in games is super... It's all over the place, man. And that's both... It's a great thing, I think, probably for the people that watch my channel because they see a bunch of stuff like that they've never played that Quantum League game. No one knows what that is now because it died immediately. Um, oh wait, ignored which comment? Uh, do, 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 do. I thought my laugh, my life, and everything about it is a run-on sentence. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. So I know Cat, uh, Chaos, and 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 Coleman. They they they've have a a. They keep a log of who wins in their StarCraft matches. And I don't I think it's absurdly skewed. I think 
<laughs> I don't remember who who's like who it's complete like ridiculously skewed to. Um, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, I knew one of them was just like obliterating the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I just like I like new stuff. So whenever I see a game that I I've never seen before, I'm immediately attracted to it, and mm-hmm. that's just. I, I, unfortunately, that means that I end up playing a lot of games that be, no one no one hears about, so they die or like. There's some kind of funky mechanic, or the company didn't have enough money to invest into it, or whatever. Like, there, there's always something. But every now and then, you find those gems. Like, I got into Smite super early, and I probably could have competed in that game at one point. I I took too long of a, a break away from it now that I'd have to relearn the game like altogether to like get to the same level mm-hmm. of play that I had before. Um, but that game, I, I really enjoyed. I'm hoping Rogue Company does something i really I want it, it to i think it I is really I've, heard, I've heard a lot of good things yeah i i don't know have you have you played it at all or no, no i haven't i haven't seen anything about it all i know is that we have a couple people in armada that just keep like bringing it up all the time mm. and like i've just i've heard about stuff in it in like media and stuff just being like hey this game's getting pretty cool I'm like <laughs> yeah I, I believe you i just don't have enough time yeah, to, to yeah. like delve into Fair more enough. games than i already have Unfortunately, um, I guess I'll, 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 I'm not going to stop playing it because uh, there was a lot of like uproar about how buggy it was at first, but it's cleaned up now, so it's, it's definitely fun to continue it's, playing. It's, they're learning, like, yeah. It's new. It's new. Yeah. You always got to go through the beta tests. <laughs> That's what beta tests are for. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like the way that they're doing their their it, the game is. Hyrus does this, and it, I, it maybe you can give me more insight into why the company does this. But like this whole like closed beta for this absurdly long time, but I can go onto certain websites that I will not name and spend ten cents, get the key, and then play the game. Like it's not closed; anyone can play it. You're just making people jump through hoops to get it, and I think that's weird. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Like because they. I guess it's just to build hype around it because you know, that's what Valorant did. They did closed beta yeah. where you had to get beta keys from watching streams and yeah. that would build hype around it and stuff like that. So I, I think like I feel like if they had just kind of done it in like the, the same vein of like doing stream keys through streams, it may have been a bit better. They, um, that's it, they're doing both. They <laughs> yeah, they have, the, they have the Twitch drop thing too. Oh. And I'm just like just release the game's in, basically in like open beta, but it's not. It's just, it, it's still closed beta, but like I don't understand the reason behind it. I don't know. Mystery. Mystery, yeah. (laughs) I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like I've missed a lot. Uh, Successfully derailed Joe's podcast. Our work here is done. Nice. Uh, So you are more Fort Indie games and ones that, more 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 for Indie games and ones that have big backers. Um, oh, don't have big backers. It, I think it's not even that I focus for those. It's more of like... I'll take Quantum League, for instance. It, no one knows what that is. You can look it up if you want to. Game game was a good idea, but they did a terrible job marketing it. Um, but it was essentially an FPS. Best way I can explain it. It's, it's an FPS where the main mechanic was time. So like you would play one round, and you go out and do things, and then the next round, a clone of yourself would do exactly what you did in round one, and then you now control clone number two. 
And so if they killed clone number one, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. This is why, this is why the game was so hard to market because it was such a, it's weirdly complicated, but like you had clone number one in round one, you run out, you shoot stuff, you try to kill the enemy and then get on essentially king of the hill point. If you get killed, there are like respawn things that you can do, but the game continues to record all of your actions and then then the round ends. And then when the round ends, it reverses time. You make a new clone of yourself. And now the first clone of yourself does exactly what you did. You're trying to beat yourself. You're trying to keep yourself alive, essentially. Because they're also doing the same thing. Oh. So, like, if, say, for instance, the round is five minutes. Or they're not that long. The round's like a minute long. So, mm-hmm. say a minute long. 30 seconds in, the your opponent killed you. But it's still recording what you're doing after you died. Like, there's a little ghost of yourself running around doing stuff. If you stopped your first self from dying in the second round, it will continue doing all that stuff. Oh, so that was the premise. Of, yeah, and, and you, you went there and you did that. And I was like, this game is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. I want to play this game. And I got super into it. And then there, I forget the name of the company that produced it, but they, they, essentially what they did was their marketing that they thought was good enough was, hey, this is an FPS. What if we got our sponsored streamers to be people that played RuneScape and I don't remember what the other lady, there was like an old lady that was one of the sponsored players for it. And she like, I think she played like some MMO or something. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, I don't understand why they did that. And then the game Crazy. just like died. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my taste. It, random games that are, that are introducing some kind of new mechanic. But yeah, I feel like. That was a long segment of me just no, reading good, about games, but um, let's see here. I can't. I can just imagine Joe's reaction while streaming. That's so dumb. <laughs> that is. That is a lot of me streaming. That that, that line right there. Exactly. Very dumb. Um, I don't. I don't know if you. I. I mean, we we don't have to continue going. No, we've kind of reached the end of 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 what. What you have. I don't know if you have questions for me or like anything like that. But have you improved your commander deck? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unlucky. Oh my god. So like I need a chat stick. My lips are dry. <laughs> but I'm good now. Uh I have I have a love hate relationship with a lot of things. I just realized that. Uh so magic is one of them. Uh I, I <laughs> I, it's super weird to talk about that sometimes on stream because I don't talk about it that often. I don't talk about like card games. Every now and then I'll stream like arena, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like commander. Commander is fun, but I have to make sure I'm playing with the right people because when you don't play with the right people, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. It's the worst. Elaborate. Experience. Elaborate. What is what is, so, what is so right like, people versus wrong people? So. Hmm. One of them was in chat. Not a wrong person, but uh, do I have a question? Can you show us the left arm? I hope it says chaos. <laughs> You've seen my tattoos already. <laughs> anyway, um, so honestly, it, the decks just need to be like comparable. Not not in terms of like, oh, you're playing a green deck. I'm playing a green deck. Like it, power level. Yeah, like the power levels have to be like somewhat balanced. Otherwise, it immediately becomes like. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, you summoned Galta on turn two for the 16th time. You're so cool, man. I can't believe you did. Your deck's awesome, man. Like, it's like, I, I hate that. That I, I, I hate, but. That's why I was like, whenever I sit down, I'm always like. 
what's what's the power level? Yeah. Like, what's the power level? Yeah. And they they do have kind of like there is a lot of people have kind of like defined power level like being like like are you gonna is your decks like basically how they level grade is basically what turn are you going to win on? Mm. Like if you're if you're like late game like your deck really doesn't like do much until like you finally get all your pieces set up like yeah. you have like the perfect domino set up like you're kind of like. Oh, let, let, me, let me before I even get there. Yeah. Like you might have like your jank decks where, where it's literally like I'm making a Game of Thrones theme. Deck <laughs> you're, just, like, you're trying to like yeah. theme theme a deck around like something like it's like oh I'm I'm making a Lord of the Rings deck so like I have dwarves like Kipkin yeah. like a bunch of like different things. So the goal isn't really to win. It's mainly just have a flavor yeah. the whole time. Then you have like two, three, four where it's like. Well, depending on like you might have some good cards in there, but they don't really synergize very well. You you pretty much play to like have a really big board state and then yeah. be like swinging for lethal or playing one big spell that costs literally forty seven mana, like death, <laughs> deathless, like where X is literally forty eight, and you're like, I got you, <laughs> death, the deathless, I killed you, you lose X life and I gain X life, haha, you die, <laughs> like th- those, and then you'll have like decks where it's like median where you like. You have some synergies where you can like combo a little bit, but yeah. it's not really going to be like a game-winning combo. Yeah. Then you get like towards the higher echelon of like <clears throat> seven and eight, where it's like, okay, so we got combos going on. They're not huge of the deck. I can't get them out instantly, but yeah. I could probably win within like the first five turns. Yeah. And then there's like eight, nine and ten, where it's like my goal is to win as fast as humanly fucking possible. Get out of my way! I'm a freight train coming through. That's that is unfortunately. So I stopped playing Commander. Around World Wake when I was in college, and then I just started playing Standard and like Limited. And that was basically my my experience with Magic for this entire time. I only recently got into Commander again, yeah. and I was just like, okay, all right, fuck, all, right, all these sets are out. All right, what what, what is people? Okay, yeah, she makes how much mana? All right, fine, I guess, yeah, man, dude. <laughs> like it's 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 a lot of that for right now. I I sold a lot of my stuff because I was like, I'm not fucking playing this shit. And then now, as the new Zendikar set came out, I'm like, that looks pretty cool. I want I want to like, oh, build something with that. Um, but that's the, unfortunately, that's the bad mindset to have with Commander. What if if depending on the people you're playing with. If you're playing with a bunch of people that like who gives a shit, like you just play whatever, then you sure go nuts. But the people that I would probably play with don't play that way like it's 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 like that's why i always make several decks yeah. like i have i have several power levels in terms of like the decks that i have like my rada deck I, that's not like a combo i win on the first two turns i think it's like a solid seven mm. like in terms of power level because i have a lot of really good creatures i spent a lot of money on it like i made sure that because like, I, I had gotten into the mindset of making a bunch of budget decks yeah but it, like i got to the point where i was like i was sitting at tables and i was just getting my ass yeah every time. <laughs> it's like, it's wait. like you know i want to make a deck where i try really hard to like get a bunch of pieces together so like my my seven eight level power deck is like my Rada Heart of Keld the new mm. Rada which is awesome. Mm. Um, my my next one right below that is going to be my Pure and Toothy deck, which basically my goal is to draw my deck as human fast as humanly possible, like flicker Toothy, draw everything. <laughs> like I like a side effect is I can swing for lethal sometimes, like if yeah. I get like the right cards or if someone just doesn't have a lot of creatures or whatever. But that's not my goal. It's mainly like Jace the well, the, the Mind Sculptor, yeah. Thassa's Oracle, like just. Kind of just playing solitaire on your side of the board, not really interfering with anyone, having counter spells for <laughs> protecting my stuff. <laughs> like if anyone else is, I'm, I'm just like doing like the the cat, like 
people start messaging each other, but I'm just sitting there like in Simic. I'm like, plus one, plus one counters. Go, 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 go. And then I have, I actually built this one recently because I kind of wanted to do like a thought experiment pretty much where I made a Ailey um, Eternal Pilgrim with Luris Companion deck. Um, so it's not super good. Uh, there was a deck less version where it was like getting mm-hmm. like a bunch of really expensive cards and stuff like that. But I made like a pretty relatively budget version where I was like all of my permanents are two CMC or less. Like yeah. all my creatures, all of my um, like artifacts and enchantments and stuff like that. And it's really fun because it has the main the main theme is like recursion and like playing a bunch of little guys, um, aristocrats, sacrifice because you have like Zulaport, Cutthroat, Blood Artist, things like that to kind of like yeah. slowly drain everyone from the table. Um, and then keeping Luris up because like there's a bunch of cards for strictly Luris mm. recursion. Like there's like the Kaya's Ghost Form, Kaya's yeah. Ghost Forms of the world, yeah. and stuff like that. And like you can play Kaya's Ghost Form once you get Luris back, so it's like you have like a small loop right there. But just like protecting him because he can pretty much fuel your deck. So like if you lose a key piece, you can bring him back with Luris's ability. Um, I know I've, I've heard about him being a bane in standard. And I'm yeah. just like. We don't know her. Yeah. We don't know her. Like, I literally, I got into magic for Throne of Eldraine, and I was like, I was, I was, I was spending so much money on just <laughs> buying cards because I was like, this deck twenty, this set twenty. It's like, is that supposed to be the golden goose? Or yeah, I was like, like, it's like, oh, like I cool. loved it. Like I saw the the art frames that they had as well for some of the cards, and I was just like, this oh, yeah. is this the, is literally. What they call them storybook art, whatever. Um. Fairy tale. Yeah, it was like that was like the fairy tale yeah. frames, but it was really, really pretty, and I was just like, I'm sold. And then they said they were doing brawl decks. So I was like, that, that dragon one though. <laughs> that dragon one though. And that was the first brawl. I I have since bought all of them. I have bought every brawl deck. I have mm. bought two VIP fat packs. I've bought a bundle. I bought at least a box. <laughs> if not two. I bought a hella ton of packs like that was like my set where i just kind of like i went stir crazy i went yeah. i went buck wild and like when i got my brawl set i, I convinced all my friends i was like hey buy a brawl deck with me let's play yeah. brawl let's play brawl and then i was like wait so this is basically just tiny commander yeah, yes and then i was like "Ooh, you I know what i'm gonna do 40 more <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna make kendra through a turn king <laughs> also a commander from from the throne, throne yeah and i was like I made a politics deck. I was like, my goal is just to have fun. And like, if and then like after I played it first couple times, I'm like, oh, I caught the bug. <laughs> I caught the commander yeah. bug. Let's go. Ah man, I I I think after Commander Legends comes out, I'll probably like hop right back on that train because I'm very curious to see. I, I want more freedom in building a good deck, and I think all these partners are going to make that a thing. Yeah, so like, like, what is it, like 53 Yeah, some something? absurd amount. I'm just like, so I can just play whatever I want now. Cool. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what, if there's going to be, like, obviously there will be a meta from that, but I'm, I'm curious as to what those partners actually end up doing. Because a lot of times partners end up being trash on their own. Yeah. Like, so I, 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 hopefully there's a good one. I think, like, what I like about Commander versus any format, which I, I think it also comes from the same pl- place of, like, you having, like, a meta in your friend group yeah. that you play with, whereas, like, I'll just go to an LGS and I'll just, like, sit down and be like, hey, is there anyone who's playing Commander here? Yeah. And then they're like, me. And what I like about Commander is just, you sit down at a table, someone throws their play mat, plops their Commander down, and you have no fucking idea what it's gonna be, because most yeah. of the time people aren't playing meta try-hard, super-hard decks, and, like, like, I've seen, like, Phage the Untouchable. I've seen, like, I've just, 
I've seen everything. Like, yeah. Anything you could possibly see, I've seen it, and I, I love it. I yeah. love every minute of it. And, like, even if I'm getting my ass kicked, I'm just like, I don't think this happens. Like, I don't think, like, there's as much variety in any other format God, as no. there is in, in Commander. Like, <laughs> Absolutely Because you're not. able to pull from the entire lexicon yeah. of, like, Master, I mean, Magic's history. Maybe vintage. Like, or like, yeah, maybe. Like, maybe. Just, like, a, like, just, just a, a format where you're able to just pull, like, literally from, like, eternal like yeah. just like an inter- like an eternally large amount of cards that is available to like a proprietor of magic products <laughs> like you can you have access to literally everything except for the ban list of course but yeah. like there's so 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 many cards in magic and commander just lets you have access to all of them have you ever played um like a cube i have not i've heard a lot of people like, i've watched people play cube like that's like, shit. yeah like that's fun it's so much fun i love it anytime some like i remember uh, you remember Xander, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, this was like his last birthday party before like him moving. And he was just like, Hey, you guys want to go get like drinks and like play my cube? I'm like, yes, yes. I will be there <laughs> yes. for that. I was going to be there anyway, but yes, like, ugh, God, I, I, I think that I may do something like that and just build a cube because God is that fun. And I, I, I love limited too. I, I will say this new set limited is kind of rough, but that could just be because it's new and I haven't figured it out yet. But I, I, th- that for for now, that's still my favorite type of magic. The only reason I'm playing standard now is because it's memeable right now. And Uro. Or, or, so have you have you seen any of the stuff in the new set? No. Okay. Like not really. This, this is fair. Remember Field of the Dead, right? They they printed that on a creature. And I love it. It's my, I broke Arena. Like, I crashed the game. I had, oh like, I think I had, like, almost 1,600 triggers on a stack. And the, it just kept, like, trying its best. And then it would freeze. And then it'd go through a couple hundred. And then it'd stop. And then the last time, it just, like, shut the entire thing. And I was like, I win. I don't, like, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, I, don't I win. I did end up winning that game somehow. I, I'm assuming my opponent got tired of waiting and they just forfeited. But, like... I love I love memeable formats and we have one right now and it's great. Yeah, like I, I remember getting Uro in my pre-release kit for Theros and I've just like held on to it. And I'm like I just keep every once in a while I'll just check on cool stuff for TCG website <laughs> and I just see the price just slightly go up and I'm like, mm, now, now, when's it no, gonna be no. banned? It, it might be this Monday. Yeah, you like I, it's, it's it. probably gonna get banned, but like, well, well, Wizards said they're they're banning something Monday. Yeah, so because like er, like literally Uro's ability is like whenever enters battlefield or attacks. Gain three life, draw a card, play land. It's like, holy <laughs> shit, what? What the hell? For for how much? For nothing? Okay, like, right. like, for three mana? Yeah, sure. I'm like exiling a couple cards, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just get rid of my, my cracked fetch land. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, that's, I mean, yeah, that's that's the meta. Bye, right fetch land. <laughs> don't miss you. It's such a... It, God, they, I, I don't want them to get rid of it, because it's a very integral part of the deck that I'm playing right now. But if they did, I'd be like, all right, sure, like, fine. Like, it's, I like, it. I, it's it's literally hilarious to me. Like, whenever I see a card, it's like, I know it's good. But then, like, I just look <laughs> at how much people are paying for it. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is why I couldn't get into standard. Because, mm. like, this is the same issue I have with Pokemon. And that's kind of why I quit <laughs> Pokemon. Because, like, I had a lot of fun with Whimsicott. <laughs> Whimsicott GX. I don't know if you know what that card does. Mm. But it literally says, um, had an ability on it where it said, um... Every time you were to take damage, you flip a coin. If you hit heads, you don't take any damage mm. at all. So you, it's literally like just a shield like, yeah. on your front line. And like 
the closest I ever got to winning a tournament was with my Women's Macad deck. It was just fun. It was stupid. It was just lighthearted. It was fairy type. Like, it was just... I sat down I had fun. And, like, I like to have fun whenever I'm playing my card games. But I remember being at the LGS water, Cool Stuff at Waterford. Mm. And I'm playing. I'm, like, I'm beating people. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually doing it, guys. I'm actually winning. This is crazy. I get down to the last guy. And he's playing fucking Charizard and Restroom. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, like, we got this. I, I believe. I believe it. And he's playing the the stadium that says abilities aren't active. Yeah, and I couldn't. I could not take the onslaught of Charizard <laughs> Restroom as it face tanked me. And then rotation hit like a couple, like a month or two after that, and like half of my stuff that was in my Whimsicott deck got rotated. And I was like, I, man. And now I, they don't even have fairy type anymore. I'm like, there's no point in playing the game. I I almost want to just tell people I'm like. Anytime they're like just about to get in, there's like a like even if there's not a rotation like within six months, I'm like just wait, just wait, man. Like I don't want you to invest all that and then like half of your shit's gone or like it's worth a penny now. Like it it sucks. Like that's like the one like that that's what I like about Commander because like at the end of the day, it's not like a like because yes, there are like if you go to like a Magic Fest or whatever, you're gonna have tournaments and stuff for Commander and you're gonna be playing against people who are trying hard. But at the end of the day. Your commander deck is mainly it's a fun format. Like yeah. most of the time there's not anything for winning. Like I know it at my local like the local campus cards and games at, at when they were holding commander nights, mm. basically what you would get is a free pack if you won. Yeah. It's not like you're you weren't winning like the lottery if you won and like yeah, you might get something good out of your pack, but like who's to say that? Like, yeah. Yes, no, maybe so, maybe. But you it's like you, you probably pay like a buck. Like, and no, 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 there's no turn entry. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, yeah, it's, it's like who cares you, what you get out of it? Yeah, like, you like you got a free pack. pack, but it's like that's what I like about Commander. It's like, yeah, Pete, there are going to be trumps. There's going to be try, try hards that just want to kick ass because they want to kick ass and take names just because that's how they are and they don't know what fun is. Um, <laughs> but most of the time, people you're playing with, like, they're just playing to have fun and you're able to pull from so much of the history of Magic. And, like, even, like, there, yes, there are going to be some really expensive Commander yeah. cards. Like, don't get me wrong. I've spent a lot of money on Commander cards. Yeah. But... Like, the only threat to you is not rotation, but banning, and most of the time, most of the pieces you're going to have are not going to be banned. Yeah. Like, the, that, that is my a, favorite thing of Commander, if, like, playing a card and everybody's like, what is that? That, I like, love that. That is, like, can I see that? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's, like it's like, it's not even whiteboard, it's like blackboard, <laughs> yeah. like, a tiny font with, like, the T like, symbol, yeah. and you're like, like what is this? What is this? I think I, I did that the last time I played, there's a card, I think it's called, like, Ward of Bones. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I've heard of that one. I don't remember what it does. But it's like you can't like it, your your opponents are restricted to essentially match the same amount of lands, enchantments, oh, yeah, 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 creatures that you have. So like if you only have two, that's all they got. And I was playing a bunch of mana rocks, so like they couldn't play lands, and I shut their, their down to lands. And I remember playing that card, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is that?" And they're like, "Let me read this." And I was like, "Yay!" That, that's that. I need, that I need to look up a card because I made I made for funsies like because it was literally a budget Zur the Enchanter deck, and mm. I wanted to see like how mad I can make people. Um, <laughs> I think it was Winds of. No, this is not it. When what does it do? It's it's I can't. I, that's what I need okay. to remember because it was. It was a budget deck tech from Commander's Quarters. Um, they did it through um, Tolarian Academy's YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, but it was the golden pig of that deck, and um, here we go. Let's stick with the deck list. I just want to look at the deck list, please. <laughs> it was... Okay, maybe I can't... It's fine. <laughs> I need to know, because like it was like... When I saw the card, I was like, holy shit, wait, what? What does that card do? Excuse me? 
Like, because it was a mono black card. It wasn't an enchantment. I think it was a, it was an enchantment. It was an enchantment because mm. it was part of. Um, I'm seeing if I can. It'll pop up for me. But I think it basically said like every time like someone plays a like a spell, you get to destroy a land. Like it was like, what? and it was like the, when I when I went to go buy the card, it was twenty five cents. I was like, I do love finding those. Those like, are really fun. You're like, I just ha- I have to I need to know what the actual text says because hmm. it, it'll make me cry if I can't find out. Of course, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Okay, I give up. I give up. Uh, let me see here. Oh, <laughs> he. Uh, I just realized that name is great. I didn't realize what his name was. <laughs> Time to get wet 69. Uh, I'm just going to call you Matt because I know who you are. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he was he played in that 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 cube that we played in before Xander had left. Um, you found it? What was it? Yes, yes, yes. It's called Desolation. At the end of each turn, each player who tapped a land for mana during that turn sacrifices a land. If a planes is tapped this way, it deals two damage to... Basically, so what it says, like, if you play a spell at all while this is on the battlefield, you have to get rid of a land. Wow. It's gone. Ooh, you could couple that with that new card. There's this thing called, like, Something Conundrum. It's like a two-drop enchantment. It's blue. Um, but it's like, if if an opponent plays a second land for their turn, they have to bounce a land back to their hand. Yeah, and there's, like, also, there's yeah. mana? It's not mana drain. It was literally the one right before I saw that in the... the- the, the, I can't talk. Bleh. Where is it? Mana breach. Yeah. Whenever a player plays a spell, it returns a land to their hand. Yeah. So, like, just play all three of those at once. It's, it's like, like <laughs> what are you gonna, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought. Just play a bunch of like deafening signs. Just like the most obnoxious cards. And yeah. It's like, like, you can't I li- play like I, I played that. All deck, the curses. I remember. I remember playing against. I, I think it was like Jonathan at the time. I like, played it. He was like are you playing reserve deck. I'm like. <laughs> like I have I also have a Zozu the Punisher deck and just that game goes by so fast. Like, yeah. oh my god. God. It's like every time you play a land, two two damage. You take it. That might be something fun to do, do like a commander stream sometime. I have like You have the table for I definitely it. I have the like, table for it. I was like, you just put a camera right there. I have like, like in that, that bag over there is like a uh a metal whole setup thing that goes over and I can aim cameras down. So yeah. it would be perfect for it. Might be something I do in the future. Got the table for it, dude. I should do it. <laughs> I should do that sometimes. The the, uh, the lighting situation is what's going to... I almost want to just throw away everything else in my like living room area and just like just have this be the center and just like have everything centered around it. Be like, what? I can watch TV. No one uses that fucking TV. So like... Take the TV in your room. It's, it's literally like Smash Brothers TV. That's the only reason it exists. Like Smash Brothers TV. That's that's no one else uses TM. it outside of the T dot exe. But um, I'm gonna do some quick uh rambling of all of our followers here, and then we can kind of round this up. Um, Jesus, I okay, hold on. All right, relax. I hate this thing. All right, oh, it just went on its own. Cool. Um, Red Wolf. Uh, Jesus. Colobolokin. Colobolokin. Um Sharpened X. It's it's Tak is it? It's Takasu. It's Takasu. Thank you all for the fall. Appreciate it. Um try to do this once a week. Uh usually every Saturday. Every now and then I have to adjust my schedule so that I 
end up doing it on a different day, but it's usually on every Saturday. Uh, Red Wolf asks, if you could make a dream game, what would it be? Hmm. Not ready for that one, were you? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I. Mm, this is this is where like no, I keep saying okay. I'm just gonna say some names of games. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. There's this game called uh, Kingdom Under Fire. One of my favorite games. It's really dope. It's like what Dynasty Warriors should have been. Instead of just this trash hack and slash thing, um, just get a bunch of people that hate Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Wait for Megan to be like, I love Dynasty Warriors. No, I grew I, up with. I literally <laughs> yeah, have like, like, I, like I said, I have like a very small lexicon of games, and mm. those are it. But it, it's basically like an action strategic unit game thing. I don't know how else to describe it. But strategy. It would, strategy. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I, 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 something along those lines, but in a competitive space, like something that would be like round oriented with that kind of mechanic. I like strategy stuff, but I don't like boring strategy stuff. I don't know how no, else I get, to say I get it. it. Something like that. Now that, now that I've had time to fumble with that, I'm throwing that question at you. So you can't, like, this is just, you've had all the time in the world now. Mm. Like, okay, so I really, really, really like... So, if we're talking about... I'm going to say, like, my, my dream FPS game okay. is basically what what Siege is already. like Because, okay. like, basically what they've been doing, and I'm really proud of them. They're finally getting their good job, Ubisoft. <laughs> but they released a game, I think, what, 2015? Like, Siege? Yeah. Yeah, Siege. I'm pretty sure it was around like, It was, it's, it's it was, not, early, it's it was old. early, early, yeah. early 10s, but, like, 2015. But, like, instead of... Everyone's like, why don't they just release Rainbow Six Siege 2? I'm like, I'm glad they haven't because it's basically what's happening with Overwatch right now, with mm. Overwatch 2, is that like the base game is getting completely ignored right now. Like they're getting mainly cosmetics and cosmetic themed events, and there's yeah. no new con new no truly new content other than maybe a few hero drops here and there, max, and then um like skins. Yeah. That's like that's all Overwatch is getting and everyone's leaving the game or like at least early in the Overwatch League season there were so many people who were quitting the game they were leaving and just because there's not enough pe- reasons for people to stick around and then there's blaring issues that are like blatant issues that are like still in the game that right. aren't being addressed because all the development and design stuff is being focused on the new game. Yeah. And it's like yes I'm pretty sure as soon as the new game hits and like all the, the new pretty graphics are yeah. out and like the new game modes and all that stuff comes to fruition you're not gonna have anyone left to play your game or you're gonna have a very few amount of people yeah. to be there whereas like everyone's like why don't these rainbow six make a new game i'm like well i think they're doing a good job right now because yes rainbow six has always been slightly buggy and not yeah. perfect by any stretch of the imagination um but like, this last season, the season that just came out, like, they're doing such a good job. Like, the new ping system is so good. Like, hmm. it completely transforms, is it, like, the game. Is like, it Apex's ping system, Basically, so, like, because I think, like, isn't it in Apex you can, like, just, like, ping the ground and that'll be, like, that's the location? Yep. Yeah, so mm-hmm. basically, while you're in drone, you can ping. You can yellow ping. It's not even red. Like, you, yeah. don't, you don't have to scan anymore. Like, you can just, like... Get it like so. You can be, have someone be strictly a droner for your entry fragger who can then like just drone ahead, mark someone. They won't know that they're being marked unless they've seen a drone and they can get completely blindsided. Hmm. 
And I think that that's incredible for the attackers because attackers have always been at a disadvantage in that game because it's it's always been this defender sided. Hmm. But yellow pings for both defenders and attackers because even on like cams that are on defense, like they can now ping, like they can ping like, hey, they're over there and not red ping to like let that's them know that they've dope. been spotted. And so it completely transforms the game so that you can now instead of just having like these vague call outs like, oh, they're over there to the right. It's like. <laughs> They're literally directly on this point. On this <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, they've now, like, whenever you load into a game, you get a random number one through five. So now you say, like, it's on my ping. Let's say you're number one. Your yellow one, it'll be a one in That's your yellow so ping. Like, so it's, so instead of, because, like, you could have, like, before it was, like, everyone could ping at the same time. And no be- one would know, like, who pinged what. And But now it's, like, if everyone pinged at the same time, it'd be one, two, three, four, five. Like, everyone has a ping. That's dope. And now, like, attackers now have hard breaching tools, which the hard breaching tool is basically a tiny thermite charge. It opens up a square and a, a like, reinforced wall that's just big enough that you can, like, shoot through and you Mm. can enter through that. So, like, let's say, like, your team, like, just just did not want to play thermite or anything Mm. like that or Kibana or anything like that. They can now, like, bring that hard breaching tool so that they can have a way to enter an objective through a breach, like, a hard just Just one person on that team has that? No, so it's, you know how, like, attackers can have gadgets, like, they can have frag grenades, claymores, right. breach charges, flashbangs. Oh, it's one, okay, it's gotcha. one of those. It's one, it's one of, those. of those gadgets, so you can, like, and it's only one of them. You're not getting two, you're just getting one. And it can be, like, bandit tricks. Like, let's say that, like, someone's putting it and a bandit on the enemy mm. team hears it, they can, like, run to the wall, put the battery down, and destroy it. So it's not, like, it's not foolproof. Gotcha. But it just helps it so that you can have... I feel like that so makes thermite irrelevant. Thermite still is the best hard breacher in the game because okay. he just op- he opens up a wall that's so freaking big. <laughs> like a like Monty can go through it, like because Monty wow. is still really really good for bomb at least because you can have like a really like a fast push into an objective. Like if you get rid of like one wall and objective and your t- entire team just pushes through behind a Monty, like it's because like again it's just like you're having a huge wall that you're able to like just completely walk like stand up walk through. You don't mm. have to be crouched or like vault yeah so you don't have to like worry about like having to re-ads versus just like walking with in ads <laughs> simply to make it easy for it's just the best hard reacher okay but in terms of like an mmorpg so my, my dream fps game okay. is basically where rainbow six siege is going mm. i'm sorry i'm very long-winded it's fine i literally did the same thing like two seconds ago um i really like wow but i really wish wow like was less grindy and I wish there was more content and ways for people to like play the content that's already in the game. Um, Cause right now it's kind of in a position where it's like, you have to constantly be grinding reputations. You have to be like grinding your gear and raids don't even reset until a week later. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I wish that there was like a better replayability to world of Warcraft, but I don't know the answer to that question. Cause like, I'm just now getting back into the game and like, yeah. I remember enjoying wow, but like, I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, I'm not really having fun. It's like, I remember having fun, so that's why I'm back. Yeah. But, like, I want to know what would make it better because right now it just feels like there's so much grinding for no end. Like, you're just, you're playing the game to play it, but you're not really getting anything out of it. That's a lot of games right now. Yeah. That's the reason I, I haven't been, like, super keen on playing Warframe right now because Warframe, that, that is that game. It is just grinding. Like, you yeah. grind, grind, grind. I it, It's super fun game. It's like you want a power fantasy kind of game. That is it for you. Like it's awesome, but um, it, I I don't I think what the difference is because what's awesome is I just like you and WoW. I remember back in the day when I first played the game, I remember having so much fun with it. And then as I'm trying to play it now, I'm just like, 
why am I not having as much fun? And I think the answer is I had way more time back then. Yeah. And I don't now. So I think, I think, <laughs> like, I think that is part of yeah. it. But at the same time, it's like I'm, I'm coming back to the game because they announced that they're going to be doing something that's similar to what happened during Wrath of the Lich King, which I don't know if you were there for it, which pre-patch mm. for Wrath of the Lich King, they had the Scourge Invasion. Where it was like in all the capital cities, they had like a disease, and that's what they now like. They yeah. use like a, a thought project yeah. about like, but that's what they they think about like whenever they're talking about like contagious diseases yep. nowadays. Where it was like, it's like remember WoW? Yeah, <laughs> it was like you would get you would catch a disease, you would have like an incubation timer, and then you would turn into an undead who could infect other people, yep. and then like people would log out, save the the disease, <laughs> and there was like the blood plague of Hakar that people would bring into major cities yep. as well. I like, remember those videos are hilarious. Yeah, and so like. They're recreating that event for the pre-patch of um, Shadowlands, which that's in, I think, a week or two weeks is when that's going to be hitting live servers. Because I think the new Shadowlands um, game is coming out on the 26th, but it's going to pre-patch comes out two weeks before. So that's when that event is going to like kick off. Is that today? Huh? Is that October 26th? October 26th. Okay, I was like... Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's yeah, like, it's happening right now. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's coming out October 26th, and I'm really, really excited for it. Because, like, I wasn't there for that one. And yeah. it's probably me a watered-down version of the first I'm one. I'm sure. Because, like, it, it was... It was pretty like game debilitating. Like, it, like you couldn't play. Luckily, <laughs> so, though, like there's there's now like auction houses and stuff in like Shatrath, which is in a completely different world. That you could just hide in a different. Like, I'm gonna city. be here for like just <laughs> waiting for the disease to be over. It's like, is it on? Is, is it everyone done? dead? No. But um, because like the the game the the concept of the new expansion is you playing in the afterlife, so hmm. they're they're gonna have to have a reason oh, why everyone's yeah. dying and dying and dead. So they're, cool. I think their pre-patch is kind of like their explanation as to like officially why we're going to Shadowlands. Is like everyone dies. Everyone's dead. <laughs> everyone dies. But I like I just want like a a more content focused and less grinding content focused. Like being able to like have more raids and stuff yeah. that you can like play in like PvP, like like being able to like like I wanna I have always wanted to do a raid on the enemy faction city. No one ever wants to ever fucking do it. I'm like, I just want to kill the alliance. God, just please. That's what I was. There's Amazon made an MMO uh, called New World, and I got into like the closed alpha or whatever of that thing, mm-hmm. and I played that. And the whole appeal of that was like, that was like the big thing. Like there were these big sieges between the different factions in the game. I was like, that looks cool. I want to do that. And then <laughs> I got into the alpha. Didn't get to do that at all. And I was like, well, what was the point? I I spent $30 on this. Like, I, like, I, I wanted, the, to, do I wanted to do this. Like, that's why I got this game. And it's like, every time I always, like, I go into, like, looking for a group and I try to, like, set up a group to just, like, because we're probably going to end up dying anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just want to have my yeah. chance at, like, because the, the thing that's really cool about it, though, whenever you attack the enemy, like, faction leader is that they have raid mechanics. Mm. Like, it's like a ginormous raid boss that you're going to need like 40, 50, 60 people to kill because yeah. like the faction leaders like have like, let's just for the sake of argument, they have like 200 health. Everyone in the game has like maximum like 50 Yeah. in comparison to that. So like there's a huge margin of difference and like they have legitimate raid mechanics that happen like when you're attacking them. And it's like, I just want to try and kill them. <laughs> Just let me get everyone. Come on, let's go. I just want to kill them. <laughs> like, I, like, even if we lose, I just want to try. It's so much fun. And I remember, like, getting just dicked on by people, like, attacking the capital cities. And I'm just like, 
I never, I never got dig- to do this. I never got to dick on other people. I just got dicked on. <laughs> I hate it. But yeah, just less grinding, more content, weird, more fun. That's so. That's the reason why I play so many different games. Is because like what you're describing, I have played a game where that's the game. Just those big wars. It's called Conqueror's Blade, if I remember correctly. Free to play game. Um, I think it's free. It might not be free. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Whatever. Who but like, that's the, the the premise of the game is like it's like you and some absurd number. Like, it, I think it's like you and like thirty other players versus another thirty other players, and each of those players have like a little AI squadron around you. Mm-hmm. So it's these huge, massive battles. Like, where you're literally like, okay, we need to break the gate. And in order to do that, we have these trebuchets. So, like, you would send your team, like, they're trebuchet. lobbing. Yeah. Get the trebuchet! <laughs> Get the trebuchet! It's, it's like, you, that, that's actually a lot of the chat in the game is people just type that in caps. But, like, it, it's, it, that's, the thing that sucks is, like, while they may have that one thing that's really cool, everything else about the game is kind of, like, meh. So, like, I don't know. I just find it funny that the, um, the expansion that we're currently in, mm. or about to be ending, is called Battle for Azeroth, and no one, no one ain't battling for no. Azeroth. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, dog. <laughs> oh man, I think we should call it there. Yeah, this has been awesome. It's been super fun. I think I didn't, I didn't realize uh, you had like a creative writing background. So now that I know that, there's. There's been the idea of like doing like I, I said it before like the whole writers room thing. I don't know if you'd be interested in doing that at some point down the line, but maybe if you are, by all means, you're more than welcome back. Yeah, you're more like, than welcome back for just a regular podcast if you <laughs> want to. This is fun, um, but yeah, um, I don't do like an outro thing. Like I just say, hey, thanks for watching, and then I cut it somewhere for YouTube and for Spotify. Um, but uh, yeah. I don't, uh, before I do any of that, though, do shout out all your stuff. I don't know if all people right. know your, your um, Twitch and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I basically have been trying to stream pretty daily. Like, um, like pretty much every other day. I'm still trying to figure out a schedule because I'm about to start my master's program. Mm. So it, I'm kind of up in the air on that. But my Twitch is <sighs> Pepto Abysmal. P-E-P-T-O-A-B-Y-S-M-A-L underscore. If my commands still work, this is going to be great. Let's see if it works. Let's, let's, can we get it? A B Y S M A L. And then underscore. That's it? Yeah. Yay, it works. Hey, awesome. there we go. <laughs> um, but that's my Twitch. Um, yeah, Red Wolf got it through. <laughs> um, my Twitter is underscore Pepto Abysmal, so it's the reverse the of other that. other way. Um, and those are like my two main forms of like things that I've been like reaching out to people on. That's like your main way to get in contact with me. I like to share my other socials like through those two. So if you ever just want to find me on more stuff, probably reaching out to me on Twitter or Twitch is going to be your best way to like snag me because I'm like always doing something that's totally, totally important. And I'm always never having free time. <laughs> I never have free time. What is free time? We don't know her. Yeah, you get the free time later. Yeah. Later. Yeah. When you're done. When you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. Um, I'm gonna call it a night. This was fun. Um, I, I don't, you know what you're supposed to do on YouTube stuff. Subscribe, follow, do all that stuff. Do like, the like, do, the do the like, hit buttons. Exactly. You know, stay awesome, stay positive, stay gaming, stay gaming. <laughs>